welcome back to Southern Fried Storytime. Sorry I'm a little late posting this one today, but I was having some internet issues this morning, and then, uh, then, as soon as I sat down here in the nice, quiet closet where I podcast, my dog decided he needed to kiss my whole face very passionately for a very long time. So I've finally been able to get everything set up, situated, he's alright, he's sitting outside the, <laughs> the closet listening to me. Which is probably bad, because I think today's story might be a little scary for him. He's kind of a coward, so we'll see how it goes. You see, death frightens people. Our last two years of mass hysteria prove that potently. People have always been frightened of and fascinated by death. Out of this fear, people needed a way to cope psychologically and emotionally to a terror that was so present in everyday life as it is a natural part of life itself. As such, death was personified by giving it a face. It was made less of a threat. Some of the earliest depictions of death are very far from what we would see as the modern Grim Reaper. The Greek god Thanatos was the son of Nyx, the goddess of night. He was depicted as a young, handsome, winged figure similar to Cupid. He was often seen carrying an extinguished torch, and his touch was said to be as gentle as that of his brother Hypnos, god of sleep. A nice idea of a peaceful death. Very comforting. Norse mythology had the Valkyries beautiful warrior women who helped escort fallen warriors to the glory of Valhalla. Charon was the Greek ferryman rowing souls to Hades, not there to slay or to judge, only to transport. So, what happened? Simple. A pandemic. I can see you now, nodding ominously, picking at your vaccine band-aid, thinking how you know a thing or two about pandemics. <laughs> that's, that's cute. Real cute. But, uh, let me educate you. We're talking about a real pandemic. The COVID-19 virus killed about 0.2 to 2% of Americans. Do you remember the death of Lavinia in Downton Abbey? Yeah, the Spanish flu? That killed about 0.6 to 6% of Americans, according to most sources. We're talking about a real pandemic here that changed the way we looked at life, death, and illness forever. They don't make them like they used to, guys. And we're talking about a pandemic that would wipe out 45 to 60% of the population of Europe, Asia, and Africa. Okay, half of the people in the known world died of this bad boy. Our favorite Chinese import, the Black Plague. Suddenly, death went from being a sad occasion that was part of life to an ever-present horror you were surrounded by every day. There was literally no mechanism to dispose of the bodies as quickly as they were dropping because it was half of the population. It's, it's insane. Like, we joke about it in Monty Python skits and stuff like that, but it's we have no way of conceiving the amount of death that was present every single day. Can you imagine not just half of people disappearing, but half of the people, you know, their bodies strewn all over? This is much more gruesome than Avengers where the people just vanish. We're talking about how do you 
dispose of these bodies in a sanitary way, eventually becoming so urgent that that needed to take precedent over the emotional toll of losing everybody so quickly. This was one that changed history forever. On the grand time clock of human history, 10 years was all it took to change humans forever. The Grim Reaper was born. Celtic mythology had the Enku, which I'm probably mispronouncing, a man in a black cloak with a wide-brimmed hat to hide his identity. He rode in a cart to escort the dead away. The Irish Dullahan, which we talked about in our Sleepy Hollow episode, was a creature with large eyes and a large ear-to-ear grin in the head that it carried under its arm. It, too, rode a black horse, or a cart drawn by black horses, summoning souls to join its ride. Death might be depicted as a skeleton with a dart, sword, or scythe. Often, it also had an hourglass present as a memento mori, or a reminder that you, too, will die. All of these images merged and stirred together and became our modern Grim Reaper with his scythe, a tool used for the harvest at the death of a productive year, a very potent image in an agrarian society. Sometimes, a little girl is also depicted with death as a contrast between life and death and how they are forever linked together. We begin to see these depictions of the Dance Macabre, or the Dance of Death, They began to pop up in art all over the known world. Skeletons were shown of young, old, rich, and poor, showing that death is the universal and no one can escape. It is the true, great unifier. One of the most popular stories of the day was that of Three Kings, also called Three Alive and Three Dead, in which three young, rich, handsome kings are out hunting boar when they get lost in the mist and separated from their hunting party. They come upon three rotten corpses, corpses, which are described down to every gory detail. The bodies belong to the three kings' forefathers, who speak of how they lived only for their own pleasure and are paying for it now in the disgusting agony of death. The three young kings change their ways and begin to take better care of the people whose lives have been entrusted to them. This story was portrayed in art and even in churches all over Europe, and death was often depicted as a handsome young man with bat wings and a scythe. Ever present, the image of death was changed forever by the Black Plague, the Black Death, the Bubonic Plague, whatever you want to call it. It changed the way we see death forever, as, you know, moving from something that was simply part of life to something to be, you know, terrified of, and a figure of grim, silent horror looming over every single person. The negative side of this, of course, was the fear, stress, and anxiety that kind of weighs upon each person upon seeing just the very image of the Grim Reaper. But the positive side was that memento mori, the reminder that you too will die. No social class, no financial standing, no, you know, superior physical appearance. Nothing is going to save you from the one thing that we will all face. Every man who is born will die. And as such, this story I think was kind of relatable to all of us. I hope you enjoyed hearing about it as much as you can enjoy a story about 
death and disease, <laughs> but uh, I thought it was just interesting to dig through. Maybe I should have left it till October. I don't know. I just wanted kind of a fun, different change of pace. And I promise next episode will lighten the tune a little bit. So thank you so much for tuning in today. As always, this podcast is sponsored by Anchor, Spotify, and Princess Mary. To show your support, please like, subscribe, and listen to it on a regular basis. To get a shout out or an episode request, please click the support link in the show notes. And thank you so much for tuning in.